This is Paul Nobles from Eat to Perform, and I am here today with Dr. Susan Kleiner. Susan, you want to let everybody know how they can consume your products and such? <laughs> well, not with their mouths, but um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a lot of fiber. Guys, yeah. a lot of fiber, right. So you can find me at my website, drskleiner.com, D-R-S-K-L-E-I-N-E-R.com. You can ask Uncle Google to find Susan Kleiner and he will send you to my website. On my website, you can learn about me, what I'm doing, what I think, what I record, and my books. Um, you can also find me on social media at Power Eat on Twitter and Instagram. Mostly I do Instagram and mostly I'm taking pictures of bread that I'm baking or walks that I'm taking. And, uh, and on Facebook, Dr. Susan Kleiner. Yeah, when, when people follow me on social media, I'm like, oh, you're gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> you know, <laughs> be, because it, 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 I, I don't talk about dieting, right? I don't talk about eat to perform, right? right? I, I have, you know, discussions about the NBA. Um, right. So that's not where we sell ourselves. That's where we show what our lives are like. And I, yeah. I enjoy, you know, the things that, that make me joyful that I feel like I want to take a picture of. On a rare occasion, it will be maybe something socially impactful. And I want to make a point because it's part of the way I live and I think. But yes, I am not an advertiser of myself or much of a marketing agent for myself. I, I, I think that I want people through social media just to know who I am and, yeah. and everything else you can Google. <laughs> yeah. The, um, what, and you know, you haven't mentioned it, but your book, new power eating, you know, if you're a fan of each reform or you're just trying to get more acquainted with, with how we think, what we think, things of that nature, Susan's book, New Power Eating, is the reason why we have a podcast, right? So um, I would highly recommend that to everyone and hope, hopefully, you know, most of you have already consumed it. Um, well, I'm obviously Paul Nobles. I founded Eat to Perform, um, co-founded Eat to Perform. And um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious where you can reach us if you're looking for help with your journey, um, just at www.eatperform.com. And one of the things I really like about what we do and how we do it is, you know, you'll put in your information um, and you'll actually talk to a coach and that coach will walk you through what your plan is going to look like, right? So it's not like you're going to land on some sales page and you're not going to talk to an actual human being and then you're being asked to flop down $450 or something of this nature. We're, we're typically priced, you know, I would say similar to like a, a Noom or Weight Watchers or something of this nature. But most of them just don't have the coaching the way that we do. So check that out. All right. So we're going to talk about grains. And I'm just going to pop my feet up here. You know, the last, last podcast that we did. Um, I did most of the talking, um, but this is, this is Susan's thing. And, and, you know, I can say that, and I've said this when we've done podcasts on grains before that um, I 
you know, didn't necessarily avoid grains because I don't avoid foods, but it was really kind of Susan's influence on me to really bring them back into, you know, uh, the way that I eat. And uh, I think we've kind of all been sold a bad bill of goods on grains. There's a lot of value to it. And so, so Susan, take it away. Thank you, Paul. Well, yeah, I kind of, you know, I always make fun of the zealotry in the diet world. And then I turned into one when we talk about whole grains. Um, so I want to define what I'm talking about. So when we talk about the food group of grains, we are talking about everything from the actual grain, like any of you can imagine in your mind, a grain of rice, right? So, when, and then when you think whole grain, you think brown rice. Well, that's not the only grain around. Some of you may also think oatmeal. Um, you are not getting the whole oat, of course. It is um, somewhat processed because there's parts of that when you pick it off the tree or uh, excuse me, <laughs> off the plant that you would not be able to eat and digest. And so it is partially processed, but minimally. So um, there are a host of other wonderful whole grains that we can talk about. Buckwheat is delicious. Farro, einkorn, camet, of course, there's wheat berries, the actual whole wheat berry. There are um, some products that are that we call grains, but they're really a seed, such as amaranth and quinoa. But because they're high in protein and also a little starchier than a normal seed, they go into the grains category. This is a big, huge part, this is the major footprint of what we're talking about when we talk about eating whole grains, or at least what I'm talking about when I'm talking about eating whole grains. Then there are the more slightly processed foods, um, perhaps not ultra processed, but one bump up, which is saying, well, um, I'm going to make bread or more processed a little pasta out of um, whole grains, which means we're going from the actual whole grain to the flour. And then flour can be 100% whole grain, according to my definition, or 100% whole wheat, according to the government's standardized legal definition, which are actually two different things. So, so and, and those make the more processed grain products and then all the way to highly refined white breads, white flours, white pastas, etc. So, so just to, to sort of create those definitions, whole grains, eating actual whole grains in the diet, whether it is through a, the actual grain itself or a bread or pro slightly processed baked good, has been shown to be dramatically lacking in our diets and actually responsible for a great amount of illness, chronic illness in society. When looked at worldwide, people who lack whole grains in the diet have a much higher risk of illness and death 
death from those chronic diseases because of the nutrition that comes in from those whole grains. You can argue all you want, this is science. And so where does the disconnect come from? How is that possible? Well, it's because the majority of the people making all these claims have lumped grain foods or carbohydrate rich foods all into one category. They have one definition, a grain containing food, meaning white bread or white pasta is, is they say no different than whole grain or the actual grain itself. And that's just not true. There's dramatic differences. And so in my practice, if I thought, well, if the whole grain and whole grain baked goods like, like a, a bread are good for you, why are my clients telling me that they don't feel good, that they get real stomach issues, real problems when they're eating what otherwise we would call 100% whole wheat bread? And so I did a deep dive into this to try and understand. And, and, there, and this is where a lot of the problem occurs and we can discuss the actual treatment to making bread, what the definition of 100% whole wheat is. But just to get the footprint of, you never have to eat bread ever again or pasta ever again if you never want to. We don't have to have that argument. It's eating the whole grain with the richness of the fibers that are uniquely feeding the, the gut biome and keeping you healthy, keeping your immune system going, keeping serotonin levels at optimal levels in your gut, as well as your brain, and, and keeping a healthy, um, uh, the, the membrane around your, your gut, that sort of the between, uh, that lines the gut, keeping that wholly healthy and solid as well as bringing in the nutrients and nutrition that come in from those grains. But the phytochemicals and the food factors and the, the fibers that come in from whole grain, you cannot get from anywhere else and they will make a difference in your health today and for the rest of your life. So one of the things that, that I was going to um, just sort of clarify because um, I think what happens in the way that we've all sort of trapped ourselves, and and even even though Susan and I try to be good about it, I'm sure we still have kind of thoughts that can be limiting at times. So one of the things that I wanted to kind of say is that if you can think of foods as mostly do, and then only occasionally do, that might be helpful. And so let me give you an example. When Susan you know, kind of brought this idea to me initially. I was like, ah, I'm, I'm bad at this. I'm, I'm not, you know, food isn't bad to me or anything like this, but I just haven't reintroduced grains in. And so I started reintroducing uh, farro, um, uh, wheat berry um, into my salads, right? And so I have a salad at lunch and then I'll, you know, also I have beans. So so I've got some good sources of fiber into my salad, you know, along with my protein. And um, it, was a, it was a great way to do it. 
I do eat pasta, right? I think, you know, you would certainly try to make whole wheat pasta, right? And, and maybe you might find it enjoyable. That's, that's highly possible. Same thing with bread, right? Um, bread, I would almost always want coming from whole grains, right? Just because that, that nice, grainy, nutty bread, put butter on it, it's just amazing, right? It's just way better than, than overly refined bread. But if you're going to have pasta because you like pasta, just have that occasionally, right? And don't trap yourself with this idea of that I have to have all of my things. Like, like I right. said, there's, I- there's Rules, rules, like I don't, <laughs> so everything, it's like everything is inclusive in the diet, right? But we want to emphasize some things over other things. Yeah, and I think, I think we've kind of losing, this is why I like to say, is it, is it useful or not? Right. And they go, well, give me the scenario where refined pasta would be useful. Okay. Date night. Right. Like, like, let's be real, you know, pasta, unless you're celiac or something of this nature, we talked about it in one of our recent podcasts where, you know, you just avoiding carbohydrates all the time. And then you're like, well, every time I eat carbohydrates, I feel bloated. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, like you, you've made yourself somewhat resistant to it, you know? And so if you can, you know, kind of gradually add some of these foods back, you can actually build up, you know, your tolerance again. Well, and the other thing is just to, just to be clear, as I said, I really listen to my clients and, and there are, there are things that are real. And so first of all, um, the, the process of, of using flowers and, um, understanding that as we uh, ferment flour, when we are doing a, a long, slow ferment, the old-fashioned sourdough technique using wild yeasts and long periods of time when you use a yeast starter and then allow, you know, six to eight hours to overnight for, depending on the technique you're using, for the bread to rise, that fermentation process alters some factors in wheat that can be what we call anti-nutrient factors or factors that may be inflammatory that you read about that then through that very natural fermentation process or it doesn't always have to be fermentation, it can be sprouting, it can be soaking, it can be cooking, through various processes that we um, sort of, we, we, we turn those around, we turn them into pronutrients, we turn them into anti-inflammatory compounds. And so the choice that you make of the flour rich product that you buy may actually, some may make you feel better. Some may make, you may not feel great with if you're someone like that. It's not everyone. Many people can eat all kinds of flour-rich foods and processed foods and be just fine. But there are those people who do sense that they don't feel as well. But when I get them to eating a, a long, slow, wild yeast raised bread, 
um, where there's not a lot of additives because our highly processed white breads that are commercially um, processed and they are you know, double plastic wrapped in the grocery store, even the whole wheat breads in that category, a lot of, of, of chemistry is added to those breads to be able to bake and finish a bread in a couple of hours. That's not natural. It doesn't happen by itself. That is an ultra processed food. And the result of that may be that it bothers you. And so don't eat that. The other thing is to understand that when I say 100% whole wheat, I mean it, but the government doesn't. And so when you buy one of these double wrapped 100% wheat breads, um, unless they tell you that it is stone ground 100% wheat flour, it is not 100% whole wheat flour. It, as they use white flour where they add back a proportion of the fiber and probably not anything else that's been removed. And so, so this is just, I'm not trying to be the food police. I'm just informing you, you choose what you want to do, but to understand and be informed that if you're having problem with bread, that you think you're buying the best that you can buy, it's possible that it's not all bread, it's the bread that you're buying. And so it may be difficult to find the kind of bread I'm talking about for you. And if, if you want to eliminate bread altogether, go for it if it bothers you, but don't eliminate those whole grains those whole grains won't bother you. So a lot of the time when people ask me, okay, you know, I get it. I need the food. I, I know I'm under eating. I've been eat, under eating for a while. Um, and, but uh, what food should I bring back? This is a great food to bring back, right? Because if you look at why, you know, kind of the basics of most dieting is this, right? Um, it's rarely balanced. You're mostly choosing. You're either choosing low fat or low carb, right? Why? Because both have calories and you sort of have to pick if you're trying to eat less, right? So when we're talking about grains, grains have calories, right? So if, if you're, you know, famously the paleo diet was anti-grain. Well, you know, are the anti-grain for health reasons? They were making that argument, that argument, you know, a lot of those arguments are real, I guess, straw man arguments where you kind of just point to the evidence that sort of fits your narrative. But like where Susan's talking about where you're actually using a whole grain that's not super processed and things of this nature. Now it's much more favorable. I remember that anti-nutrient thing, you know, every uh, grain was labeled as anti-nutrients, right? Within the paleo movement. Right. And, and, you know, the reality is, is that, you know, as we're bringing and as we're normalizing food, you know, these are great foods to add back. I mentioned butter, right? Well, if you're, you know, relatively low carb, you know, I'm sorry, if you're relatively low calorie, even in a balanced way, you know, your, your carbs and your fats are going to be relatively low. So when we start to add back fats and carbohydrates, you know, you know, that little slab of butter isn't 
that many calories, right? You can definitely add that. And then, you know, like I said, I think if you're strategic about it, you'll have a better approach, right? So the, having, yeah, the so other thing my is, salads, my oh, salads is the Sorry. way I do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and it, it, it really is a great example with your salad because people will say, okay, a serving size of grains is the stupidest thing in the world. A third of a cup Who's going to eat a third of a cup that's supposed to, as far as the food group system, maybe not eat to perform, I'm not sure, but, but a third of a cup very often is a third to a half of a cup, depending on the grain. But when you go to these sort of um, heritage grains, a third of a cup is very satisfying. They are full of flavor, rich in flavor and rich in fiber and, and, and they just, they're so delicious. So if it's a third or a half of a cup, which is kind of irrelevant at this point, eat a half a cup. So you can put it in your salad. You can, you know, have it in a bowl with, with other foods that you make a, a rich bowl with for a meal. Um, I'm just gonna shout out my, one of my favorite sources for especially the heritage grains of farro and einkorn that I love to cook. Um, I think they may also have wheat berries, is a Bluebird Grains Farm. Um, and they are online and they ship to you and it's super reasonable. I get my grains in five pound bags. I get the einkorn, I get the farro, and then I also get their pancake <laughs> flour mix because it is from these grains and, and it is spectacular. And so, um, my and it is a hundred percent just the ground flour with nothing removed or sifted out. So, so these are the resources to look for. They are more and more found in your grocery store. Um, but if you want to start with quinoa, that's a good place to start. But there's so much deeper and richer um, to go on top of it. In fact, one of my fun snack foods is amaranth. You, it, they're teeny little seeds and it pops like popcorn and you can season it and it takes like a minute <laughs> literally to pop. And, and you can, it, it's just a fun, um, much softer version of, of popcorn certainly that is very high in protein and, uh, and, and rich in nutrition. And so my, um, you know, as I said, corn, of course, is a whole grain as well. Let's, you know, not, not push that to the wayside. So, so all of these should come back into the diet. You will feel healthier. Your gut function will improve dramatically. And Paul, I remember you mentioning that as well. And, um, and, and it doesn't mean you need six servings of this a day, right? I mean, what we recommend in general is three, a minimum of three whole grain servings a day. And if you get that, you can have servings of not whole grain as well. It's about the balance. Yeah, I think, um, you know, for myself, you know, uh, once I added grains, you know, I'd always, you know, I've never been like, anti-pasta or anything like that but for the most part you know I, I didn't eat it as much I, I would say I probably eat pasta once a week now you know I mean my my girls are both in college now 
you know, so, so we're, you know, I mentioned pickleball on, uh, I, I don't, you know, we do these podcasts just, just so the secret is out. We do these podcasts like in a row, right? <laughs> so I don't know if I said it on the previous podcast or this one, but you know, we, we have so much time to fill. And then our, our dog passed away, um, uh, you know, about two months ago. And so, you know, you don't realize how much time, you know, you spend, you know, caring for an animal. Right. And then, and then, um, you know, with my daughters leaving and then when they come back, you know, we've had, we've had some recent events where they've come back, like, you know, for spring break and such. And, and it's like just four days of intensive love, you know, but you also kind of appreciate them, them going, you know, so, so I've been sort of hesitant. What one of the things we have brought back um, is juicing. Juicing was something that, that, um, you know, just for the longest time I was, I was like not, you know, inclusive of vegetables, similar to grains. Um, and so juicing has come back. So, so I think the other thing we might add is, is trying to get, get some bread in the oven too. That'd be fun. So, all right. So I think we've covered it. It doesn't need to be more complicated than that, but you know, if you can, if you can really make sure that it's part of your routine, that that'll be better. I, I just can't um, emphasize enough how critically important it is and that it is a it's an easy meme, um, you know, to to say just cut out grains. Um, they're killing you. And and it's just not true. <laughs> um, but the kernel no, no pun intended, but the kernel of truth in the middle of it is that people are reacting to highly processed, ultra processed, starchy foods and, and that for a multitude of reasons, but that is not the same food as the actual whole grain. And it's very important to, to really understand that and and just try it you will really enjoy it all right so we'll end on that note i appreciate everybody listening to this um just so you know we are just kind of releasing all three at once you know um just because there are some people that just want to you know roll right through them and i want to give them that that option or if you want to just you know take your time through the month listening to them that would be great also so appreciate you being here and uh go put your bread in the oven yeah <laughs> all right talk to you later bye Thanks. now oh bye-bye